Shabbat Daf Kufla Medal. The last thing we were discussing was that we do every part that we need to do for the Brit Milah. We go back on uh, parts that m- make the Milah not kosher. And uh, if we're still involved in the Mitzvah, the Mohel is still involved doing the Brit Milah, even on, uh, even on pieces that are on. Uh, that are the kosher, even if it's still there, you're allowed to take them off to make it look nice. Then we talked about the metzitzah, that a mohel doesn't do metzitzah, uh, it should be get fired, and we it's like we said it's dangerous without it. Then we talked about the bandage that we put on, and the best types of bandages. With that, we are starting the Kufla Medal Damur Aleph, we're on the second line, by the two dots, where it says, Lo shahak Shabbat. The person didn't grind, he didn't crush the cumin or whatever other powder on Shabbat. You're allowed to crush it with your teeth and put it on, not together with the bandage, put it on separately. Tanu Rabbanan. Devarim she'en osin la be'Shabbat. Things that we're not allowed to do for milah on Shabbat. Osin la b'yom tov, you're allowed to do tov. Shohakin la kamon, you're allowed to crush the cumin. Uh, the spices of v'torfin la yayin v'shemen, and mix uh, wine and oil. Why are you allowed to do cumin on Yom Tov? Because you could always use the cumin for, for food. You could also give the wine and oil mixed to another sick person. You don't mix, uh, I guess, hard mix, uh, wine and oil for Holan Shabbat. Yes, we, uh, we could also do wine and oil for the sick person. Since it's like uh, making food, it's like preparing for cooking. It does not apply for a sick person on Yom Tov. And it won't apply, uh, you know, won't apply for this person because we're dealing with food that uh, healthy people eat and uh, rub on themselves also. Amar Bishimon ben Elazar, Pamahat Hasha Bimir 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 had a stomach problem, we want to mix wine and oil for him, he didn't allow us. You're going to knock out, you're going to nullify, you're going to knock out your own words in your own life. Yes, even though me and my friends arguing this, I never, I never got myself. I was never able to get myself to argue uh, or to uh, go against my friends' words. Who knew the Mahmir Anafsha? He himself was strict on himself. But for everyone else, he would allow it. If so, then why did our Mishnah say? That that for Milah, it should be Asur. It should really be Mutar. And not only that, our Mishnah is a Stam Mishnah, and it should be like a Bimeir. So it should be Mutar. So the Gemara explains, Hatam, for a sick person, Lo Licha. It doesn't have to be mixed, like really, really hard. Hacha, by Babrit Milah, it really needs like a strong blending in order for it to, to, to be effective. So also, by Brit Milah, you should prepare it and then not really like do it hard. Like Max explains, the katane. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what the Mishnah meant when it said, "No ten Put it together in a bowl, but don't mix it hard. When I strain the mustard seeds on uh, in its in the strainer on Yom Tov, and we not we not make the mustard sweet with burning coal. Why is it any different than what we learned in Mishnah? We could allow to put an egg in a mustard strainer. 
Meaning, if we allow it on Yom, on Shabbat, Koshikim, we should allow it on Yom Tov. With the egg, it doesn't look like you're, uh, you know, you're separating it. You're not borer. By the mustard, it looks like you're mamash uh, uh, separating over there. And Tosfot says it's not really borer because whatever is left on top is also edible. Next, we cannot make the uh, the, the mustard seeds sweet to, by putting it on coal. We have another bet that says you're allowed to. When we were lenient, we were talking about like a coal made of metal, like you're putting it on metal. That's the mutar. When we when we when it was when it's coal made of wood, we're more mahmir. And the idea is because in order to I guess to make it uh, to make it sweet or to make it work, you need to put out the coal. Now, if you put out a metal coal, you only did maybe a derabana. But if you put out a wood coal, then you're doing a deoraita. Why is it different than putting meat on burning coals? You could have a barbecue. What's the problem? Why is this any different? With the barbecue, you put the steak on the grill. All of a sudden, the juice is falling down. It's dripping on the wooden coals. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. Over there with the meat, there's no other way. I can't do it and have it taste good on Yom Tov itself. However, with the mustard seed, if I sweeten it, it's going to still say sweet the next day. Am I allowed to make cheese on Yom Tov? You're not allowed to do it. So he ends the back. Abba is asking, what's the difference between that and kneading dough? The same way kneading dough is mutar on Yom Tov. I'm allowed to also knead the cheese. By kneading the dough, you can't do it on Yom Tov. It won't be as fresh. But when it comes to making cheese, you can do it on Yom Tov and you'll get the same quality the next day. I guess because cheese is eaten cold. The bottom line is, you see that making cheese is not allowed on your own tov. The Gemara asks now, but the people said, but the cheese that is made that day is like, is really excellent. It's the best quality. So if that's the case, it should be mutar on yom tov. This is what Nehardi'a really said. That even cheese that is made fresh, it's excellent. But still, cheese that was made yesterday is still better. And since cheese that is made on Yom Tov is better, it's a sure to make cheese on Yom Tov. Now the Mishnah goes back, the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah. In Osin Lahaluk, we don't make like a cloak, uh, like a bandage that's like a shirt or something that fits exactly on the, on the Brit Milah area. But you're allowed to wrap it around your finger and, and bring it out that way. Amar Abaye, my Abaye said, Amrali, my mother told me, Hai Haluk dinuka lefaniel listira la ilai. The hem or where the loose strings of the uh, of that bandage should be towards the outside. Dilma midbek garda mine, because you don't want to thread the stick to it, vateli de kruchofan, then it might be on too tight and his uh, his brit mila area will be like mutilated, it will be like uh, totally crushed. And you won't, be, you won't be able to have children. Abaye's mother, I guess she would take uh, care of children who had a brit milah. She would make uh, some sort of a bandage or cloak that had the lining uh, uh, halfway. This way it will protect the child from any of those uh, strings. 
Amar Abaye, Hayinuka de Litli Haluk, a child without one of those bandages, Late Belita de Itla Sifta, you should take a rag that has a ham, Velikrachel, Saftelet at the eye, and tie the ham around uh, at the bottom of the Ritmila area, and double over it at the top. And that doubling is important so that the strings don't touch the actual gid. The Amar Abaye, Amar my mother told me, you can't tell where his back hole is, this this baby. You should rub him with oil and put him next to the sun. And where the skin appears to be like see-through. Tear it, like tear it, uh, I guess, in like a cross. With the hair of the klima tachot but not with a metal instrument, mishum dezarziv. That will cause inflammation, like the metal knife will cause inflammation, and that will just, uh, I guess, close up again. We want to be able to find the hole so you can uh, open it up for him. My mother told me, it's a, a baby that can't uh, suck on, I guess, its mother when it's nursing. He's really cold. How do we fix it? Like two kasa gumre, you should bring a cup of burning coals. And put it next to the baby's mouth. The hayim pume, so his mouth will be warm. Umayit, he'll be able to suck. The amara baye, amadi em. The mother told me, hayin ukade lo menashtiye, a child who can't breathe. Then pepe ben avata, you know, wave like a fan at him. Umenshite, and then he'll be able to breathe. My mother told me, a child who uh, cannot breathe easily, like two siliade, you should bring some of his mother's uh, placenta, and put it all over his skin, and he'll have an easier time breathing. My mother told me, a child is very, very small, it needs to be eat, it needs to eat to grow, like two siliade, may bring his mother's and slide it over from the skinny part to the thicker part of the placenta. And if uh, if he's really bloated, this child not that he's not that he's hungry or not that he's small, he's big and he's bloated. Do it the opposite way, from the wide end of the placenta to the to the small end. The Amar Abaye Amar the Emma told me, "Hi, Nukad the Sumak, a baby who's really red. Dakatelo blah blah blah. That his the the skin or the meat didn't uh, really absorb the the blood yet. The trehul ale ad ibala abedama." First, wait till the blood goes down, and then give him a brit And the same thing with the child who is yellow. Yarok in, in entire chest means yellow. And uh, still, his blood is not uh, there yet. It's considered very, very weak. Wait until he, the blood is, is fixed over there. And then you can do a uh, brit the Tanya, like we said, Amar bin Atan, Pam Hat Allah to the Kachayama went to the you know, went to the city by the by the ocean. Ubat Isha Lefanai. A lady came to me. Shemala bin Arishon Umet. She did a Brimila for her first son, died. Sheni Umet. Second son died also from Brimila. Shali Shia Vato Lefanai. She brought the third kid to me. Retiv Shuadom. I saw him that he's red. Wait until his blood is absorbed into his skin. She waited, the blood uh, fixed, uh, the whole system uh, got fixed. Uh, she did the brit milah and the kid lived. And they called this child the Natana Babli after me.
I went to the city or a province or a state of Kapotkiya, Ubat, Isha, Halifanai, lady came to me, Shemala, Benali, Shon, Umet, Sheni, Umet. The first two children had a breed to me that they died. Shalishia, Viato, Lefanai, third one, she came, she, they brought in front of me, Itif, Shehu, Yarok. I saw the child was yellow, Hitzat, Tibo, I looked at him closely, Velora, Itibo, Bdamberit, and I, I didn't see any real blood of a breed to me. Meaning, I didn't see blood that would flow easily after Brit Milah. Wait until the blood is, uh, the whole system is fixed, and then do Brit Milah. Vemtina, lo she waited, umalo tova haya, and she did Brit Milah, and child live. Vayu korin, oshemo, natana babli, al shemi, and they called his child, natana babli, after me. And you should just know when it comes to, when the Shulchan Aruch mentions this halacha about not giving a brit milat to a child who's too red or too yellow, he he just mentions that if if a child dies, we can't bring back that nefesh. That nefesh. So as important as the eighth day is, it's more important that the child is alive, uh, and uh, we have to take pikuach uh, nefesh seriously. It's more important than having the brit milat on time. And I can't go through it, but I know the the poskim and a lot of the the, the rishonim and haronim have talked about how dangerous it is, even years and years later, to do a brit milah on a child whose blood system hasn't been totally fixed yet. Now the Mishnah says, "Marhitzin etakatan ben lifnei milah ben During the time of the Mishnah, they used to wash uh, the baby in, in warm water, which we discussed earlier in the Masechet, was Isur, maybe because the, 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 in the bathhouses they would warm up the water for the Jewish people on Shabbat. Therefore, but we, we, this Gzerah uh, does not apply to a baby who has a Brit on Shabbat, and you ought to give him a bath before the Brit Milah, after the Brit Milah. Otherwise, he could go to a Sakana. Umzalefin alav, and you could sprinkle on him hot water. Bayad avalo bekeli, not uh, with uh, not with a keli. And the Gemara will explain the difference uh, right away. Rebil Azar ben Azaya Omer Machetin et Katan ben Meshalishi. We wash the Katan third day to Mubit Milah Shachadu Meshabat. Even if it comes out on Shabbat the third day, Shneemar. What does it say about Anshe Shechem? Vehi beYom Meshalishi beYom Tam Koavim. And we know that the third day is the heart is the most painful day after the Brit Milah. Therefore, you're allowed to wash him. Safik, a child born in the eighth month, Gemara uh, times a child born in the seventh month and the ninth month would be able to survive. In the eighth month, he wouldn't be able to survive. So Safik, Vandrigonus and Droginus is someone who has both male and female parts. In Mehalin Alavita Shabbat, we wait until after Shabbat. Rabbi Uda Matir Bandroginus, he allows the Androginus on Shabbat. Now, we said in the Gemara that we could sprinkle hot water on a child uh, with uh, your hand, but not with a keli. The Gemara asks a question. It says I can give him a regular bath. So what do you tell me? Sprinkle. So the Gemara explains. The Gemara was explaining, meaning, we give him a bath before and after. Ketzad, how do you give him a bath? Mezalfin, we sprinkle on him. Be'alav, be'yad, avalo, be'keli. And he's understanding marchitzin as sprinkling. So the Gemara says, wait a second. Amarava, ve'ha marchitzin katane. It says, you give him a bath, not sprinkling. Ela, amarava, hachi katane. This is what it means. Marchitzin katane, you give him a bath. Ben, minifne mila, ben lachamila, bayom harishon. On the first day of the mila, if it falls on Shabbat, kedarko, regular bath. 
Ubayom Mashiach on the third day of if it falls out on Shabbat, Shabbat, if it falls out on Shabbat, Mizarfina Allah Bayad, you can sprinkle on him with your hand. Abalo Bekelib, now with the Kelly, Rabbi Lazar bin Azariyaomer, Marchitzin the Katan. You could give him a regular bath on the third day of from the bris, even falls out on Shabbat. And because he's in the most pain on the third day, you could give him a regular bath. Tanya Kevate de Raba, we have a Braitala Kraba, Marchitzin, Katan, Ben Ifnemila, Ben Harmila, Beyom Rishon Kedarko, Beyom Shelishi, Shahaliot Beshabbat, the third day that happens to come out on Shabbat, Mezalfin Alav, Bayad. You sprinkle with your hand. Rabbi Lazar ben Azriel Omer, Machitzin the Katan ben Mashelishi Shehadiot b'Shabbat. You give him regular bath on the third day, or even falls out on Shabbat. Vafal pisha enra'i yala davar. Even if there's no proof, zechel davar. There we have a little bit of a hint. Shnei Amar vehi bayom Mashelishi biotam koavim. It's the most painful day. You give him a bath. Ukshehen mezalfin, and when you sprinkle on the Katan. In mezalfin, lo bekos velo bekara. Not with a cup, not with a bowl, velo bekeli any other keli ella bayad with your hand. And obviously that uh, sprinkling that we just mentioned, mizalfin, that sefa, atan, the tanakama, it goes according to the tanakama, that you don't wash uh, the, the baby three days after the bris if it comes out on Shabbat. Now, the Gemara asks, My We said that is only a hint, not an actual proof. Why isn't it an actual proof? So the Gemara explains, because they were gedolim over there in Shechem, maybe they don't heal as fast, and maybe that's why they were in more in pain on the third day. Katan salik be but a child maybe heals faster within three days, so maybe, uh, maybe you don't have to wash him on the third day, and therefore it's uh, it's like sort of a hint, but not a real proof. There was a man who came to Rabbah, he asked him a question, am I allowed to give a bath to my child? First day, today was the Milah. He told him that he gave him a heter the way he holds. Rabbah got sick and he was worried, maybe I'm getting punished with the sickness because of that psak I gave that man. Amar, ana tagimna amali. Why do I have to argue with these elderly? Who, he was talking about Rav Yudan, Rav who said that you don't even you give him a bath on the first day. We have a brayta like you. If you look at our Mishnah, it's more like them. Mimai, how did you get that it's like them? It says, Rabbi Al-Azhar bin Azhar allows you to wash this baby uh, on the third day if it comes out on Shabbat. If you want to say that according uh, to Tanakama means sprinkling like Rabbi Uda and Rabbi Ravuha explained, then I understand why Rabbi Al-Azhar bin Azhar argued with the word Marchitzin. And he said, and he didn't say, meaning uh, oh, you, could, you could even wash. He didn't say you could even wash. He just said, which means he's going according to the same context as Tanakama. If you hold that Tanakama holds, you mamash give him the bath on the first day. And you, and you sprinkle on the third day. It should be af marchitzin. You could even, not uh, 
I shouldn't say that Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah says you could uh, bathe them on the, thir- on the third day. No, you could even, because he's coming to argue. Af marchitzin mi ba'ileh. Ki atar avdimi amar Rabbi Elazar, halakha ki Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah, that you could even wash the katan regular on the third day of the milah. Havu bam b'ma'arava. So they they were medak they were medayek in this. They went into it. They delved into this in Eretz Israel. When it says marchitzin takatan, harhatzat kol gufo or hatzat mila. When we tell you give this child a bath, what exactly are you talking about? The entire body or just that area? Amar leahu mirabanan the Rabbi Yaakov shemed. One of the rabbis, his name is Rabbi Yaakov, said. Makes sense his entire body. Because if we're only telling you the, the area of the Brit Milah, is it any different than warm water for a regular wound? We don't stop a person from putting hot water or oil on a wound on Shabbat. Meaning, the Brit Milah would fit under the, under the category of a wound where you could put warm water on it. So you wouldn't, it, there's no Hidush. Rather, you have to say it's the entire body that you're allowed to give a, a bath to. But now, Matkif uh, of Yosef, of Yosef doesn't like that. Veloshan Elach ben Hamin Shechumun B'Shabbat, Le Hamin Shechumun Ma'arif Shabbat. Rabbi Yaakov, to you there's no difference between water that was, uh, that was uh, heated up on Shabbat to water that was heated up from Ma'arif Shabbat. Meaning, what Nrav said, you're allowed to put hot water on the makkah. That was water, and, and that we're talking about the entire body. That's talking about water from that was heated up erev Shabbat, and the water that he let you put on the third day is only on the actual gid. And if the water was warmed up today, it would only be mutar if it was uh, if it was the day of the brit. And if it was the third day, it would be totally asur. Maybe maybe that's the maybe that's the whole mahalach of the sugya. Yeah, but then Matkif Rav Dimi, Rav Dimi asks on Rav Yosef, Who says that's their argument? They're arguing about if the water was heated up today or yesterday. Maybe the mahlukit that the water is in regarding the water was heated up Arab Shabbat, and still Hachamim are osir to bathe the baby on the third day, and maybe it's like Rabbi Yaakov said that when you're allowed to wash the entire body. I wanted to answer the question of Dimi Hadan Rav Yosef, and Rav Yosef came and answered it himself. We're talking about water that was heated up on Shabbat. And there's no problem with giving washing the baby with this type of water. If you don't give him a bath, he's going to be in danger. And since we're talking about a dangerous situation, you can't say the Hachamim are coming to be matir, bathing the entire body of a katan. Itmanami, and we have another bright ma'amar, uh, another saying that we're talking about water that was warmed up on Shabbat. Kiatar avin amar bi abhu amar bi lazar. The Amrilan, some say amar bi abhu amar bi hanan al khakir bi lazar ben azariah. And you're allowed to wash the katan ben b'chamin shachmu b'shabbat ben b'chamin shachmu me'arev shabbat doesn't make a difference when they were warmed up the water ben al-hatsat kol gufo whether you're bathing the entire body ben al-hatsat milah even just a milah m'pinesh sakana he lo because it's a sakana if you don't bathe them kufa amarav we're going back to something that we learned before amarav en munain hamin v'shemen ma'agabem ma'akab b'shabbat 
you don't stop a person from putting uh, warm water and oil on a wound on Shabbat. You could put the right outside the actual uh, wound area, and it uh, slowly drips down to the, the wound area. This way, it doesn't look like you're you're doing it exactly for well, It's a little bit different. Metive. So now we have a problem on what Rav said. You can't put uh, oil and hot water on a cloth or a rag or a cotton piece uh, to put on a wound on Shabbat. And Rav over here sounds like he's okay with it. So the Gemara explains over there is different. Hatam over there, there's a, you know the reason that the bratat asur mishum sahita. You're worried that you're going to squeeze the uh, the cloth. But to put water on the actual wound without the, the cloth, uh, mutar. Tashema. We learned in the Baita. You don't put uh, water or oil on a cloth that's on a makan Shabbat. And the Gemara explains, Hatam Nami, over there, over there, the answer is the same thing. Mishum Sahita. We're worried you're going to come to squeeze. Tanya Kavate Shemuel, Breta Lak Shemuel now. En notnin Hamin Veshem and Agabe Makabe Shabbat. Avon notnin Chutna Makabe Shotet Veoret. So you put it outside and it drips down slowly, but you don't put it on an actual wound. Tanu Rabana, notnin Agabe Makamoch Yavesh, Usfog Yavesh. You could put a dry cloth or a dry sponge on a, uh, on a wound. Sort of to protect it, uh, this way it doesn't get scratched up. Aval, lo gemiyavish. You can't put on a dry reed, velokititin yavishin, or uh, dry clothing, uh, dry clothing, because they have the power to actually heal. And you remember, when Allah do any medicine uh, on Shabbat, you're going to come to crush, you're going to come to grind. Kashya ketitin, ketitin. So you have a problem in the Resha, it said that uh, you're allowed to put you allowed to put dry clothing on the on the, on the wound and that's and part of it is the ketitin. And the Sefa said no ketitin. So how do you explain? The Sefa which said it's Asur to put these clothes on are talking about nu. Hati means nu clothes that were never put on a wound and they uh, they heal. Habatika the Resha, which said it's mutar, is talking about old clothes that uh, are not going to heal. Amarabayesh Mamina, what do we learn from the Sefa the Bata that says Asur? Haneketitin Masu that even the new ones are they heal. They have the power to heal. Baruch Hashem Leolam Amen Vamin.